0: Welcome back to another episode of The Lawyer You Know, and today we're going to break down four crazy spring break stories here from 2021. Even COVID couldn't stop this. The crazies flooded to Florida as they always do, and they went wild. And we're going to go through each one of those stories. We're going to talk about what happens if you commit a crime or get injured or something while you're away on spring break, how it follows you back home, what you got to do, where you got to hire a lawyer. We're going to answer all those questions and break down the facts of each one of these videos. So thanks for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Every year, people flood the beaches of Florida to soak up the sun and put their toes in the powdery white sand, but without fail, the crazies always come out. Every time. Something about Florida that brings the crazy out of people, whether it's heat stroke or too many margaritas, stuff always goes down and it always follows you home because unlike what happens in Vegas in Florida...
1: You're going to need a lawyer That's right. when this stuff happens. Because in Florida, you go on vacation and you leave on probation. You come back on a violation.
0: Yeah, so we're, we're going to break down a bunch of different stories today. One a little crazier than the next. Um, and starting with the first story that happened right here in our backyard in Clearwater Beach, the number one beach in America.
1: Talk about what happened. Let's watch this video and break it down. But give us just the headline. What All happened? Right. Spring break, arrested, handcuffed kid makes a getaway and the beach goes wild. All right. So we're going to play this video. We're going to react to it. Um, we're, we're doing a video for YouTube. We're
0: recording it for a podcast. So for the podcast, you're not going to be able to see the video. You may hear our description but we're going to describe what's going on audibly so you can hear it. But we're also going to watch it. If you're watching on YouTube, we'll do a little screen and screen so you can see us react to the video. We'll go ahead and play. it. So the video starts with basically a huge crowd of people around a police car. Somebody had just been arrested, a kid on the beach. There's hundreds of people, mm-hmm. there are thousands of people really there. Um, and as you see, <laughs> it looks like somebody from a crowd or a group of people, maybe a friend of the kid that was arrested, sneakily opens the cops the cop car door, mm-hmm. and a little blonde kid with blue, um, was it a blue bathing suit gets out with his shirt off. And just sprinting, even though he's handcuffed. Yeah, blue bathing suit. He's just sprinting, even though he's handcuffed, down the beach. And then the full crowd follows him. So let's pause this video now and let's jump to the next one because what happens? What happens when you do this? When you run away from police? No, I'm saying let's play the video because we're going to see what happens. All right, video number two. Video number two. So eventually, and this has my favorite sound blurb with it where it's, oh no. <laughs> Oh no, oh no, 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 and then boom, here we go. And here's Cop the... has a gun, or probably a taser, yep. <laughs> in his hand pointed at Mr. Blue Shorts, who's handcuffed and has gotten tired from running with his hands cuffed, and here's the slow-mo version of it. Because
1: at right about this point, he realizes he doesn't know where he's going.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you can only get so far <laughs> while you're handcuffed, and with a crowd of people following you, and at this <laughs> point, it's over for him, and he has now been arrested, and congratulations. What did he get for his efforts of running away? He gets count two of the information. Which is fleeing and eluding. So he's going to have the original charges that he got arrested for, whatever that may be, disorderly conduct or something of that nature. Now he's got fleeing and eluding, uh, potentially resisting arrest without violence, additional misdemeanor charges stacked on top of each other, all for something stupid he did in spring break. But he's not the only one.
1: Who else Uh, may have criminal charges in this video? Mr. Aiding and Abetting, I open up the police car door to help my buddy get out. He's got some problems.
0: And you can clearly see who it is in this video. He sneaks in and kind of looks around and just pops the handle of the door. The door opens and the kid runs out, pushes the door, and sprints away. What about liability or criminal charges for the
1: entirety of the huge crowd that's running after the kid flinging and eluding his arrest? Truth is, they didn't do anything wrong. Being a bystander and enjoying the scenery is, is not a crime. I mean, the fact that, you know, if something's going down and you're watching doesn't make you uh, an accessory to any crime. And it's I mean, you're just taking in the sights at that point, enjoying the crazy. Like, what is you're happening here? You're just living here? at spring break.
0: So let's move on to story and video number
1: two, Popeyes. Oh, uh, This one is my personal favorite. Florida Popeyes drive through turns into wild brawl and robbery. The video shows it all. So once again,
0: we're going to watch the video here. We'll explain it. You can go to YouTube if you want to see it at the same time, screen and screen. But we're also just going to kind of explain it for the podcast. Here it is. All right, here we go. So this person waiting in the back of the drive-thru line sees I mean, a brawl
1: break out. All this over a chicken sandwich? I, I mean, I is I've this why this good. thing start? I've I'm actually sure never had it. Is. I've
0: never but, had it because, you know, I don't know. It's just I don't feel like waiting in line for a Popeyes.
1: I like Chick-fil-A myself. And, and for everybody that's wa- not watchers or you watchers, it is a, a knockdown fist it's like fight. Four different ladies come up here and beat down the...
0: I don't know why the person in Popeye's would just pull back and shut, the, shut window. the window. shut the window? But I mean, it's crazy. So then what oh, happens afterwards... What happens afterwards is... Not only do they beat the crap out of this uh, cashier, but they also stick their hand in the cash register and steal
1: cash out of the cash register. And what do they get for that? What do they get for their efforts again? <laughs> got count two again. This time it's going to be, what is it, burglary? Battery and strong-armed oh burglary. Oh, my God. Oh, strong-armed robbery.
0: Strong-armed robbery, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's insane what is going to happen to these ladies over a Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. <laughs> I heard there was some spitting and some name-calling and things like that, but it's like,
1: is this really worth it? I mean, I'm trying to figure out at what point, I guess they realize they're oh, all going to go into jail anyway, so he might as well get a couple bucks out of it. I mean, what happens here? I, I don't understand it. So that <laughs>
0: that is story number two. Crimes being charged for spring breakers. Again, don't know what's causing people to go crazy, but it seems to be happening when they come to Florida on spring break. At least this one's not in our backyard. The
1: next story comes out of Miami. All right. 100 people have been arrested and two police officers have been injured as spring break crowd gathers in Florida's Miami Beach. So there's a huge crowd of over 100 people
0: surrounding police officers. They're disorderly, they're angry, they're taunting the police officers. They end up beating down two police officers and uh, the two police officers that were injured were hospitalized. The injuries were so severe that it caused them to be hospitalized. 100 people were arrested. I mean, the level of this crazy. When we're talking about 100 people getting arrested, talk about how unusual that is. We just talked about on the beach, the whole crowd is running. Yeah, are they maybe helping this guy escape or making it harder, obstructing justice, yeah. trying to make it harder for that kid to get arrested by the cops? Because now the cop doesn't know which running kid is the kid that was arrested, except the handcuffs are probably a good clue. But like, <laughs> they didn't arrest the whole crowd. It doesn't make
1: sense to arrest right. 100 people at once. But here... But this is a brawl. They did. They did. Here's the problem. Well, let's start with this. Normally, arrests happen during spring break. This is not odd, but if you look statistically, you'll see like 15, 20, 30 arrests during the course of an entire spring break. A hundred people to get arrested at one time is insane. First of all, imagine did, the paperwork. How did they do it? You'd have first of all, you'd have to get police officers and, and zip ties because how do you you get control of all these? I don't people. know how they all went to a jail. They probably couldn't. They couldn't possibly have all gone to and jail. And then how do you even corral these people? Because at some point, you know, somebody's got to run, right?
0: <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. How many people were really there? I don't get it. So I mean, you talk about. What's what these people are doing when there's a hundred people just standing there waiting to get handcuffed? I mean, I just can't imagine that's happening. Number two, I don't know how they put them in the jail. How long would that t- paperwork take to arrest a hundred people? But it was obviously serious if two officers end up in the hospital. Injured. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's no joke either. I remember one time when I was at the state attorney's office, there was a a charge that I was prosecuting of an open container. Very serious case. Okay, kid on spring break, underage drinking Real with com- an open container, walking across the beach technically a crime right in florida pinellas county that's technically a crime so i was prosecuting it i called the investigating officer the arresting officer to ask him about it say hey what did the kid look like what was he doing what do you remember he goes i have no clue i don't know what he looked. like. i don't know who you i don't have anything to do with this guy you don't want me to testify i'm like well you're the only person that can testify so (laughs) i'm like what are you doing so these officers i mean they don't care about half these charges to be honest they just you know they're just they're just there doing the best they can they make some arrests on spring break to try to keep it right. civilized sometimes you got to make an example you arrest one kid that's right. a little disorderly and you don't have to deal with everybody right. else and that, that's kind of what happens a lot of times on spring break and I think in, in my case we ended up dropping the charges because that, that happens point, a lot we couldn't we couldn't yeah. prosecute them so
1: with these hundred people that were arrested I can only imagine most of the charges are going to get dropped right. and I think what happens you're right is a lot of times the cops aren't jerks for the most part they know kids are out there having a good time they get it this is our economy but. But, I mean, sometimes you just got to do what yeah, you got to do. two cops end up in the hospital,
0: you've got to arrest some people and make
1: an example. A hundred people? I mean, that's, that's pretty insane. That's kind of a big deal.
0: All right, so the last and potential craziest story from spring break from this week. He probably wasn't a spring breaker if I had to guess, <laughs> but spring break
1: age. But he is an overachiever. All right, so what happened? A 19-year-old previously arrested 37 times tied to a Clearwater drive-by shooting by his ankle monitor. So there's a lot to unpack here, but
0: there's a 19-year-old kid on Drew Street in 19, which I could throw a rock at from um, our office. Two
1: blocks from here.
0: um, Gets arrested for murder He's 19 years old. He's out on bond with an ankle monitor and has been arrested 37 times. This guy is a champion. So we've already gotten some questions from our friends and family about this since it's in our backyard. We've just been getting the text and people just reaching out saying, how is it possible that someone is out on the streets, out on bail when they've had
1: 37 arrests? How is that possible? right. I'm speculating. Right, uh, we don't know this guy. But because we're just guessing. he's 19 years old, I would guess the vast majority of his arrest happened when he was a minor. So all of these things would not have caused him to be incarcerated because he's a minor. It's, it's a, a big
0: difference when you have an arrest as a minor stealing a right. stick of gum or whatever. Maybe I mean he seems to be a little harder than that. But you know, minor arrests are not as serious as adult arrests and adult charges like what he's got now now murder at any age is going to be taken seriously these 37 arrests he had before could not have been for murder if i had to guess um but how is he out how's he out on bond i mean with that many arrests how is that possible
1: well he's probably out on bond for whatever adult crime he's been arrested of he's got a ankle monitor i'll tell you we're in covid so the the jail's kind of packed so they're making decisions strategically about who they can release and who they have to keep yeah this was a miss they probably they should have kept kept him in jail so what happens is they
0: use his ankle monitor to trace him, and they find out that he was in the in the, the restaurant, the same restaurant as the victims, an hour before they were murdered. He was in the vicinity of the drive-by shooting at the murder. But then after he did all this, he decides to cut off his ankle monitor. That's where you went wrong, Tooms. It's like, dude, <laughs> why didn't you cut it off before you did all this, number one, mm-hmm. or just leave it off and say, there had to be 500 people in that restaurant. How do you know it was me? I could have. I, I, mean, I was, just was having, having Burger lunch. Burger King or whatever. Yeah, everybody <laughs> was eating there. So, I mean, this guy just... He lets them track him through the whole murder. Maybe it wasn't premeditated. Maybe he got mad at them at the restaurant, decided to do this on a whim. But then he cuts the ankle monitor off after. I guess he's going to try to run, but they end up catching him and arresting
1: right. him. And it's now he's now he's in trouble. We, we call that a mens rea problem. He he actually thought about it. because, like, man, I <sighs> should probably cut this off. Man, this is it's just such a crazy case to think that people like this
0: exist and that this happens. So that begs more questions from people. One of which is. Is there a limit to the maximum amount of times you can get arrested before they just say, "All right, arrest number 40. I don't
1: care what happened in those other cases, you're going to jail for the rest of your life." Technically no. There's no limit. You can be arrested for as many times as you get arrested. Uh, there are things that can be done. The prosecutors are starting to use these tools more and more. There are they are called habitualizations. So there's actually a crime, habitual misdemeanor, a habitual traffic offender, and all it does is that it increases the possible penalty from one level of, of offense to another. But By definition, those habitual charges and enhancements are all
0: small crimes and small bad things that you do, which is why they say, if you do so many little bad things, now you're a big bad guy, right? right? So it's not 37 murders. It's habitual traffic offenders are like... You lost your driver's license, but you work, so you keep driving without a driver's license and you get arrested for it 15 times and you've been charged or convicted with it. You're a habitual traffic offender now. We're not just going to take your word for it that you're going to go get your insurance or you're going to go get your license. Now you're going to go to jail because you keep breaking the law. Even though it's you know not the, the worst thing you can do driving without a license, it's not like murder, but they still make it worse. So that's why sometimes when you see a lot of arrests, it can build up to something like that. But the major difference is explain a little bit about the sentencing guidelines. We've done an entire podcast about this, and there's tons of information, but explain the difference about somebody who, if it's their first or second arrest... Versus how they look at this guy when he has 37 arrests, even though he's obviously
1: not in prison for any of them at the moment, but they still look at it differently, especially when they charge and sentence sure. people. In Florida, we have a sentencing scheme that has a sentencing guideline score sheet. That score sheet takes all the times you've been arrested in the past, and it uh, gives it a certain number of points based on this, the, the previous criminal charge. So, obviously, you know... Um, open container is going to be less points than attempted murder. So when you add all those points up to whatever your current charges, it changes your score. So it changes the bottom of where the judge can sentence. So for example, if you get one point for open container, you get,
0: five points for a DUI, you get 10 points for a battery mm-hmm. or robbery or something like that. Then you add those 16 points up to whatever your charge is now. And now you're looking at five years in prison instead of just right. one month, if you had one point or you exactly. know, 12 months or whatever it may be, all those points affect how long you can potentially go to prison. And the more arrests you have, the more convictions, the more charges right. you have, that's what ups the point. Mm-hmm. So it does make a difference. It's not just like it doesn't matter how many times you get arrested, but there's no set maximum yeah. number you can get arrested in your life. And this guy was testing those those bounds. It seems like hopefully this is the last one. Um, so as an overarching theme, when you go away or go to a different state for spring break and something like one of these four crazy stories happens to you or you get involved somehow, you open the <laughs> cop door, you are in the crowd of 100 people that get arrested in Miami, you're Mr. Blue Shorts mm-hmm. who runs away until it's till you realize you got nowhere to go and you get arrested. <laughs> how do you deal with that? What what state are you charged in? What state right. do you have to go to to deal with these criminal penalties? What state do you wanna hire a lawyer in? Explain how okay. to deal with that if you go to another state for spring break
1: or for vacation and something like this, God forbid, happens. All right, if this happens in Florida, you're going to be charged in Florida because Florida is where the crime actually occurred. The question about where to hire a lawyer gets complicated. It really depends on the crime. But, you know, normally you would hire a lawyer, especially for something simple, in your lo- in the local area, wherever it happened. You know, just need local counsel. Now, if it's more serious, like murder, uh, you've heard, you well, the may best be looking. That's right. But I think, I think in reality what you should do is if you know a
0: lawyer in the area, great. If you know someone in the area, like you came here to visit family and you've got an uncle who's a doctor or something and he knows a lawyer, ask him. Sure. And if you can't get one that way, ask a lawyer that you know locally or that you know the reputation of locally or is a good lawyer locally to help you find someone there. We do that all the time for people, and people find us that way, right? Right. Like that we know from other states or other cities, like a Miami lawyer for something that happens up here in Tampa, they'll reach out to us and make the connection, and then we'll represent somebody here in Tampa. So you want a lawyer in the area where the crime occurred so that they know those state laws, they know those judges, they know how the prosecutors and how the cops work in those Mm -hmm. areas. They know if they're going to be able to get rid of an open container or a battery or a fleeing and a looting because they don't take spring break so seriously here in Pinellas County versus some county that may take it. Seriously, I'm not saying that's true because it's in fact
1: actually not yeah, true. Yeah. yeah,
0: Pinellas County is about as strict as you can get, which is funny since it's the no, number one beach in the world. But you want to know those things. You want to know what what's going on locally. So you definitely want a lawyer in the area where the crime occurred. Um, if you have a local lawyer in your town working on it too, that's fine. But you definitely want somebody that knows the the way the world right. works in the in the place where the crime occurred. So. What do they do as far as appearances and if you
1: have to come to court do they make you come back to Florida do they make you come back to the state where the crime occurred how does that work Again it depends the truth of the matter is you're going to be seeing the judge right about the time you're sitting in the jail cell they're going to have your initial appearance if you get out on bond in your you live somewhere else chances are the judge is going to let you travel back home to your uh, home of residence Sometimes the courts are going to keep you locally, depending again on how the seriousness of the crime. But for the most part, you're not going to have to come back for every hearing. But you need to get a lawyer to, so, to solidify. This I stuff. mean, just to
0: give some some better examples, some concrete examples. Popeye's drive-through—they may go to jail. They may not. Be, yeah, they're be not able going to go home. back to, to go to their house. Kid in the blue shorts who probably got arrested for disorderly conduct and flaying and eluding. He's probably going to be allowed to go home. He's probably a college student. Yeah, he'll postpone. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's that's different. You know, those if it's a less serious crime and it was a stupid spring break crime, they'll let you go home. But you're going to have to come here for court appearances. You're going to have to come here to plea out probably. I mean, COVID aside, a lot of stuff's still happening by Zoom, so he may not come back for those reasons. But generally speaking, you're going to have to travel back because, like I said— this ain't like what happens in Vegas. Right. What happens in Florida, you're going to have to come back here. It does follow you, and you're going to need a lawyer
1: for whatever happened to you in Florida on spring break. And a good lawyer normally can get pleas and deals made in absentia. Right. But again, you're going to have to get a lawyer can to do that. you explain what that is if you want real yeah, quick, a plea in absentia. What happens is a, a plea in absentia means that uh, the court can take the your plea, for example, of no contest or not guilty or whatever the case may be. Uh, from your lawyer when you're not here, but there are some safeguards that have to be put together. There's paperwork involved, and you know a lawyer knows how to do it. You probably should not try this alone. And usually you can get it. Sometimes the judge wants to teach you a lesson make you come back. But
0: yeah, usually you can get it done. Like We've had clients that run businesses out of state, run charities, and it just wouldn't make sense to make them come back, and the judge will let us do a plea and absentia, whatever it is. You've got to have reasoning for it. Um, and then the, the last difference is every state is a little bit different mm-hmm. with how they deal with criminal charges and criminal penalties. Some states, you lose your driver's license for some criminal penalties, so that could be different state to state. If you commit something here in Florida, you may lose your license in your state, or you may not be able to drive in Florida if you're here. Um, You may... Uh, have to pay certain different fines. You may lose your job or your yep. license depending on what it is in your state and what you do if you have a mm-hmm. licensing board that you've got to tell that you've committed a crime in another state. So there are some differences, which is why you might also want to talk to a local lawyer or explain to the lawyer in the town where the crime occurred what you do, mm-hmm. where you are, so they can cross check that and see what the potential right. penalties
1: might be. Uh, the worst thing to do, and I mean this happens every year, ignore it. You got a citation on the beach for an open container. Crumpling it up and throwing away and pretending it didn't happen is a bad decision. Because that what will happen is you'll get arrested in your home state six years from now uh, when you get a traffic pulled over in a traffic citation. Yeah, what happens if you get arrested you just uh, leave and forget about it? What, what happens? A warrant will be put out for your arrest. And let me give you the worst case scenario. Six years from now, you get pulled over by a police officer because your tags are expired. They run your name and find out there's a warrant in Florida for you. They then take you into custody and you sit in the county jail of your hometown uh, for, you know, 60 days until Florida decides where they want to come get you or not. Yeah. So that, I mean, just ignoring it and not doing anything and pretending
0: like it didn't happen because it was a stupid spring break mistake. That's the worst thing you can do. So make sure you deal with your problems. It's crazy every year. So if you're going to come down next year, just expect the unexpected and expect the craziness to happen. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll be back with you next time.